Too much. Oh, not too much. Not too much. Oh, not too much. Not too much. Oh, not too much. Not too much. Hey, this is Bub from Not Too Much Podcast. This is a special episode. Uh, we had Drew from Blue Ribbon Bastards, who plays bass, and Steve, the drummer from Healer, join us. More importantly, uh, it's specifically about mine and Drew's old band, and Steve actually drummed for us when we reunited for a show called Shumway, and we'll talk about all our songs, because Steve was in a sister band, MSI, More Stupid Initials, so he was involved the whole time, so... It's just kind of a trip down memory lane, and some other stuff comes up too. I hope you enjoy. The, the flavors develop a little bit. Mm-hmm. You listening to this shit? This guy over yeah, here? Yeah, I can. I mean, he's your, got he's got the jacket for yeah. it. I really can detect hints of let slate. The jacket sweater oh, combo. Oh, the, the the foot of the beer has the marsh, less leather. Marshmallow leathery. and cedar. I can really taste the fucking pininess mm-hmm. of the... My check-ins are like, it tastes like gin and it'll get you fucking wrecked. Five stars. <laughs> All right, we're here down at the Doll House in Buffalo, New York. In a special, special episode of Not Too Much Podcast. I am Bub and Hose with us. I'm here. Special guests Drew and Steve. That's Drew with an X. That's Steve with a umlaut. Woo! Uh, they are part of the Buffalo music scene. <laughs> <laughs> and beer drinkers. Mm-hmm. We've had a few. But more importantly, this this podcast is uh, about Shumway, and I'll let you explain the rest. Let me explain mm-hmm. the rest. Drew is the godfather of Shumway. No, I, I have nothing to do with it. That's just <laughs> about what I like. Well, whenever... Okay, this is what happens when I describe Shumway. By the way, it's just a band that was just a band. prevalent in the two, in the year 2000 to 2001. Barely prevalent. Dunkirk. No. Pre- <laughs> we crushed that show, though, in the res. And that VFW show. Oh, yeah. So Steve drummed in our, during our one reunion show. What year was that? Like 14? 2012, maybe? Ooh, maybe I'm off. 14? It was a few years back. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Regardless of the the reunion, we thought we were going to keep playing it, you know, practicing, and we didn't. But, uh... We're very busy people. It's not off the table. Yeah, we're still thinking about it. But Shumway was just... And it's funny, whenever I describe Shumway to someone, I'll say I was the bassist. But I just, I, I preface that with the fact that Drew just told me what to play. The yeah, guitarist. You were, you were not the, ba- you were more of like the backbone. You were the spine, if you will. <laughs> you were like, your tendrils really reached out into more aspects Be- of the song. Because it wasn't Cracho. No, it was not, not Ryan. If I can reckon back to the song, Watching Porno, you really came into your own in that song. And it was the only song I sung in. You really um, butterflied as a bass player in that I song. I can really just feel you grow as a human. So, but yeah, I, I, I make sure if I ever tell someone I was in a band that I'm not a musician, I was just able to play. I was able to memorize what I was supposed to play. Yeah, but they were, they were I was an asshole. A couple of them were pretty. I was an asshole. I wrote those bass lines. A couple of them was, were pretty hardcore, and I... You know, I still play the mode. Mm-hmm. Just whenever I pick up a bass. Really? Yeah, just the... Do you ever go to, like, a guitar center and be like, yo, watch this? <laughs> <laughs> just do that the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I have a... We'll go into it later, but I have questions about previous podcasts. Like, uh... Yeah, Drew to prepare himself for I st- tonight. I wanted, I wanted to know the players. Okay, yeah. And understand what I was getting myself into in the dollhouse. Uh, <laughs> and you can see why we call it the dollhouse. It is, I know, I'm making, I haven't made an eye contact with that bitch right there. That looks like right up Hose Alley. Right? <laughs> <laughs> nice. We named them all. I forget Woo! what their name was. I wasn't here uh, for that one. You, you were doing a... Um, uh, survey and it was going to tell you oh, if, yeah. if you were going to be the Scientology, a, a Scientology, Scientology. Or not. yeah. And you had this some song on loop for like, it felt like forever. I I just found one 
what there was, was there's two different ones. The first one I found was just some random YouTube. It's the band or group was called Plaid. But then Drew, uh, not Drew, you're Drew. I am. Dave told me about another song that apparently was in GTA Five, and I used that one fit better. Smart. And I don't, I still haven't played through GTA Five, so I don't even know where it's from. But a song from GTA Five took over, so I, that might have been the one you heard. It was, it was catchy. It was like a little like background, like to make it culty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, it was uh, sketchy. <laughs> but like I thought, man, this motherfucker did his homework. I, I like to edit, man. You're a, you're a consummate professional. Mm. So, yeah, back to Shumway. Um, it was just a shitty ska punk band. and uh, you, you said epic run. Can we, can we put some <laughs> Shumway on right now? Uh, we'd have to just do it through my phone. but right. I mean, I could edit it in. Yeah, yeah. That, that was kind of where I was going with that. Okay, we will have edited it in. But at the same time, let's, let's fucking listen to that shit. Put it on. drummer he was on our podcast the very first episode we call him cracho good dude just started drumming at the time Ryan so he torment. was and then he... did he ever drum again i don't know he never drummed again no, he played bass for a while in um the last call secret santa um <laughs> i just i want everybody to know that uh, the drummer of shumway also played bass in the princess dies for a little while which was an offensive grindcore band I was involved with, uh, with Rue, actually. Yeah, yeah, we really went next level with this. And, and, and then he wanted to use his talent to move on to bigger and better things. He played bass for a band with uh, Chris Rally called... Uh, was it Three Days Old? No, it was like called like... The Last Call, I already said it. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that, that too. But didn't he play with Three Days Old? Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah, well, All which right. was funny... We gave him shit for that because he was doing that during, like, while he was in Shumway. Mm -hmm. And he ended up quitting three days old. I don't know, just because. because you gave him shit? You, we, you bullied him into We, we gave him enough him. shit where he's like, all right, fine. You know, was three days old the, the Fody guy, brother? Tim yeah. Fody. Fody. The Fodies. The Fodies. Well, yes. that's that's where the. <laughs> yeah. That thing originated from when, when Cracho quit three days old. He did it, like, over voicemail. And then, like, <laughs> when he ran into Tim again. He was like, "Yeah, sorry, I, you know, I, I shouldn't have done that over the phone." He's like, eee, "It's all right." <laughs> John is just <laughs> What'd you think of that? The other the half, other half. Double citra. Yeah, it it's is, it is it is delicious. It's the real deal, straight up. Did you bring any? I I had one on the way down here in the mm -hmm. car. Maybe, Appreciate the hookup, Steve. Maybe maybe we'll stout it up. That would be really really amazing. What'd you say? You appreciate the hookup? Yeah, that's mine. I know. I'm talking about him bringing nothing. Oh, oh. I yeah. had I had some uh, Lucifer Brewing Company uh, hard cider, but I drank that all the way on the way over. So. Oh, you brought uh, you almost brought some of that I as almost, well. I almost brought some, but it, right. was, it was consumed. I almost enjoyed it. You you almost did. I brought I brought an Otter Creek Twelve Dinger. You're welcome to. Uh, I might dabble. I, I just brought down a 
a big bottle of something, some IPA. I'd like to thank everybody for letting me drink their beer tonight. You're welcome. Yeah, that's, uh... You can buy me a couple of Jennies over at the Gypsy Parlor. Yeah, man. This yeah. segment of the show is brought to you by Gypsy Parlor. Okay. So to... <laughs> How long does it take you to edit a show? More than it takes to record one? It, at least the amount of time it takes to record one. Because <laughs> we're flying right now. I feel great. Well, the last one I d- uh, we did, uh, we had to edit a whole bunch of my ramblings about Descendants and all. Did you end up listening to that? Uh, I listened I listened to the, At the, time? the final product. And did you remember what I had to edit out? Because I, I already forget. I, I, I remember everything being there except for the all all and descendants talk. Which all I it? think you requested me re- to what, cut that anyway. Which I did. Because Were you getting like real gay about all and descendants? I kind of was. And and I, like, oh, Milo was, oh, I was, tra- I was outside my body when I watched him do fucking my age. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> uh, I went and saw the descendants a couple months ago and and Milo and I did. We, we sang a song together for a minute. Did you make eye contact? We, we, we did. We oh, did. We talking about Scott Reynolds? But uh, yeah, then we were talking about Scott Reynolds and blah, 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 blah. We don't have to really go into detail about... Did you see when Scott did that acoustic show up in Eden at uh, the guy from... I heard about it. I didn't go to it, and I I, I am admittedly an avid follower, but I, I didn't make it. So tell me about this time you met Milo Ackerman and you were singing Kabuki Girl alongside J- him. J- um, Jason Ackerman? I think it was, uh, I, well, it was the song Thank You, and uh, we, 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 we sang a song together. So did you go up on the stage and touch touch him? No, but we were like we were like uh, about as close as we are okay. to each other. Okay. And actually, Milo and I have the same Tommy Bahama shirt too. Oh, and no he shit. like he sings in it like every show I've seen him. So how many times have word you up, seen him? Word up, like eh, twice. Okay. So like two times. I still haven't. It's hundred percent though. Hundred percent probability. I still haven't seen mm-hmm. Descendants. I haven't. Good. I haven't seen. Good band. Uh, yeah. Good. They played in Cleveland recently. I could have went to that. A couple of my friends went to that, but I, I would, I would have hopped in a car for that. But you didn't. I didn't. Hmm. I might be going to see Marilyn Manson in February, though, because oh. it's Marilyn Manson. Why he wouldn't you? He's, he's, he's got crushed a, by a, a fan friend. or not? Why oh, yeah, wouldn't why you go see him? Where is that at? Uh, Rapids Theater in, in Niagara, uh, Falls. Niagara Falls. Did, huh. Didn't he just recently get like, crushed by his like own stage? Mm-hmm. He, I he, thought I heard he about that. Indeed, indeed. Something like that. Um, I also saw Primus there. They were oh, they were pretty, pretty. That's awesome. where I saw Ghost. Really? Oh, dude, Ghost, saw, uh, really? Ghost is super good. I thought it was good. I hadn't heard him before that. I haven't I haven't heard him or seen him, uh, <laughs> except for through through the uh, through the lens of Instagram. But uh, Instagram. Speaking of Instagram, I ran into the, like, I did very minimal preparation for this podcast. Like, it doesn't show. I ran into <laughs> a comment Drew made on a person's Instagram feed. Motley Drew, by the way. At Motley Drew. Apple Ruben Bastard. <laughs> I'm just going to read Drew's comment, and it, it, the only thing you have to know about what the thread is, is the girl was complaining about being temporarily suspended on Twitter. I'm not going to say why. The person who reported you is what we like to call a Republican snowflake, Drew writes, and some guy, which is an awesome name, by the way. Anyone who still thinks there are separate political parties in the U.S. is a thousand percent retarded. It's all made up to, to divide the sheep, which, I don't know, there's probably a little truth to that. Mm. In Drew's response, oh, I agree, they are both equally shitty sides to the same shitty coin, but there are sure are still a whole lot of butt hurt political atheists too. I'm I was referring back to the original poster to my comment. Right. Mm. So this is the this is the good one right here. Oh, it... Bill's man seven one six. I mean, you know what he's into? He's into he's got pride in Buffalo, pride in the Bills, and pride into not dealing with the man. And he likes Batman because his logo or his. Avatar is yeah, bad. he calls himself like Buffalo Bruce Wayne or something like that. Something like something like that. No, no matter which fake political party you identify with, all of them bend over for their Talmudic overlords in Israel and kiss the ring in Rome. There's nothing new under the sun. Enjoy the puppet show. Hmm. Where, do I, where do I respond to that? Just Let, oh, okay, okay. Let's <laughs> <laughs> You very, could have kept going if you very, wanted to. Very surface level, I can agree with that. Very, I mean, at the very surface, but good grief. But then when he gets, Man. then when he starts about Talmudic overlords, I don't even know what Talmudic means. Good grief. 
look look up the original poster and look at this picture of coffee and then start reading some of the diatribes homeboy goes on. It is truly incredible the amount of time someone has to cram that kind of information into a Instagram post of coffee. I, I also did reply a couple times, and I'm like, this is a friggin' book, man. Good grief. I don't have time to read this shit. It's about, he's, he's talking about the different, like, uh, churches of Satan. Holy and, shit. Yeah. It, 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 he, this dude is next level nuts. It's he, awesome. He is, and it's like, whatever hocus pocus you're involved in, just keep it to yourself. I don't, I don't really want to hear about it. I go on Instagram to look at fucking yep. pictures of dogs. <laughs> yeah. Marnie. I saw a couple pictures of the dogs on top of that building in Ghostbusters. Oh, the ones Gozer? You like, you, like, crack them open and yeah. then there's a person inside. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking Gozer. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. The gatekeeper. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was Zool. There wasn't anything to go with that. It was just... Yeah. That's, that's what I saw. That's what you talk. like. This, that was, was it. We're just going to go down this rabbit hole for a second. Uh, Billsman716 replied, this is uh, all spawning off of a tweet about coffee, Deathwish Coffee. <clears throat> <laughs> On 9-11-2001, a rare astrological formation took place in an important Jewish mysticism. They believe when spells, they believe when casting spells, they have an extreme amount of power when done during a double kite formation, which takes place in the sky. This is why the school children sitting in the classroom when George Bush... While his ritual sacrifice was taking place, were instructed to chant the words "kite hit steel playing must" at the exact same time the planes were smashing into the towers. I'm not. I'm not like screwing up this. This is what this guy wrote. <laughs> uh, then they went on to read a book entitled "The Pet Goat" in reference to George Bush's favorite Luciferian demagogue, Bamphomet, the tranny goat god. Holy shit! To which I replied. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> See, like, he can go on and on about political parties, and if you're stupid to be a Republican or a Democrat, but then he goes on and on about yeah. whatever the fuck that was. My right. favorite reply was Steve later on that says, uh, at Don's, and shout out to Don, do you know this kook? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. We're all fucking crazy in our own way. Yeah, we, we is. That guy especially, though. Like, right. But man, I, I think, I'm, Sometimes I start talking and I think to myself, Jesus Christ, shut up. But like, <laughs> that guy I, I, do, I do it though. Like, <laughs> yeah. And he's doing it on a key, like a keyboard. He can easily yeah. just and he's stop. Like, he's like, oh, this looks good. <laughs> <laughs> this looks good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At Donzy. Yeah. yeah. I stand behind okay. this. Yeah, I'll, I'll post that one. George Bush was smart <laughs> enough to make 9-11 happen. <laughs> Beautiful. What was that, uh, Portlandia? The oh, beautiful. Got... Beautiful. Beautiful. Was it beautiful. Beautiful. That was funny. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> mm, beautiful. You know, I just watched <laughs> the most recent Portlandia. That was it. Yeah. The, my favorite part of the most recent season of Portlandia is where she gets the pit bull. And she's walking the pit bull. She re- rescues it from the from the dog from the pound. I, the, I vaguely remember. And like they're just walking around pit bulls, and another lady walks up with a pit bull and whispers to her, it's really good what we're doing for the dogs. <laughs> wow, what a good boy. Hey, excuse me. It's really good what we're doing for these dogs. The, the thing that I thought was funny is, though, is that, like, so, like, neocons, they, they call liberals. If they don't agree with what they're saying, they call them libtards. That's the... Or snowflakes. Or snowflakes. But, uh, you know, I always think it's funny that a guy that calls me, calls me a snowflake is the same guy that needs to bring a gun to Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> You got to open carry to freaking Kmart, but um, good good guy with a gun, bro. Yeah, no, that pastor had a gun. <laughs> uh, but what I thought was really funny is if if they're li- if you're calling a liberal a libtard, if you're like a really high end conservative, wouldn't that call you? Wouldn't you just be a retard then? <laughs> <laughs> like a Republican plus a tar? Yeah, a retard. <laughs> well, I guess it'd be a retard. Woo! <laughs> 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 Yeah, that's what I need. Thing, as I'm trying to open a beer with a hammer. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't, didn't work. Didn't work. <laughs> All right. So I wanted to bring up, or not really bring up, I just wanted to ask you guys, what is the state of the Buffalo music scene right now? Uh, good grief, man. Uh, it's hard for me to say because the kind, the kind of band I play in, is it's rockabilly. It's, very, it's a very tight-knit and small community. There's not a lot of spread for that community. We're not mm-hmm. bringing kids in. Eh, also, but it's very universal, though. Like, 
I've been to a couple of your shows where some of the, there's old timers out out there, oh, and yeah. I can tell they're like they're into it. I'm like, I can tell these guys like they're they're like they they are relating to to that at, like because uh, it's very 50s inspired, right? And, sure. and you can correct me if I if I'm wrong, but uh, but uh, for like punk and hardcore, it's it, and I've been in it since the 90s, and it's that, been yeah, like the hardcore's very 90s inspired. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. It's it's like. And I'm doing I'm doing a down I'm doing like a down staircase with my hand right now since you can't see it. It's like whoosh. yeah, I used to look at some of this on the YouTube. Yeah, yeah. We used to do that, but no I one, mean, no one watched. The shows are nothing. I mean, good grief. Well, you know, but there's a lot of I don't know. I, this is good beer though. It's t- it's tough because the music scene here is just. All the good venues are going away, so Mohawk Place kind of got rebought out, and it's mm-hmm. not what it used to be. Right. Show places, I don't know what happened. I good thought God. that was coming back. What a turd hole. Yeah. I mean, that was what it was good about. Have they had a show there that anyone yeah, wanted to like, see? They had a St. Patrick's Day show. But, like, but wasn't it like DJ ago. Khaled and like some like fucking best. young boozy or something like I, that? I, there, you're looking at me like I know. Good grief! <laughs> it was terrible. I, I was excited because when we moved. <laughs> That was like kind of announced that it was coming back, and yeah. I was like, "Shit, we live right there. That's awesome." And I thought it was gonna, you know, be just another venue you could go see shows at. I mean, we, all of us in this room, have gone to like at least a half dozen awesome shows oh. at Showplace back yes. in the nineties. I saw gutter mouth there. Fuck. Were, were you wearing your telephone cord chain wallet? I sure. Was. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that, that was, was dis- Justin Kern because he needed a ride. That was d- disappointing. <laughs> To find out that it wasn't really coming back, or at least I don't know if what the state of that is. Yeah, it was like there there were a couple of weeks of promotion, and like I said, it was like little little John Boozy or which, whatever, which and, would have been fine if there was some of that, and then other. But well, it, didn't the House of Pain play there? Wasn't that a thing? Yeah, like in '94 or something. Oh, I thought that was recent. Uh, I feel like I got real quiet. But we were all like, yeah, uh, I'm trying to. It should it should have been like you know like it should have been uh, Snapcase and. Goddamn! Isn't Snapcase zero come, tolerance? Who's coming? You know, Someone's there. coming. Buried Alive is coming. Uh, Snap Snapcase is playing here uh, soonish, but uh, also Buried Alive is playing uh, late December. So I was reading a thing on Dominic Davies. Uh, is he oh, still, he's still alive, huh? All right. His okay. his Facebook like he shared it. He was talking about how the scene. It was just an article he posted. It was a, how the scene in general. They should start shows earlier. Tsunami yeah, bomb, I agree. Right? But yeah, so do you agree that like shows should start at seven o'clock? I I think Buffalo like drinking in general and partying should happen before eleven forty five at night. I am well, getting way too old for this I'll, shit. I'll tell you what. Here's the problem, and, and I agree with earlier start times. But there, there's this, uh, punk time prevails in Buffalo, so you, everybody's an hour or so late at least to a show. You mean like but, because they don't they just want to up the government? I I don't know if it's some sort of rebellious <laughs> like punk thing. Fuck the show! I'm gonna show up late. It's like, how punk is that to show up late to a punk show, or, or is that just like, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's like a double standard or like something that that. It's hard to say. I mean, I can only speak for my my world, where the average listener of my band is like. 48. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. So they show up early because they want to get like the good deal on dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> but uh, also we're... The Blue Ribbon like, Bastards, by the way. You I don't think you, we ever mentioned it. Oh, yeah, that's okay. You have like an 11 <laughs> o'clock curfew at the same time because we, we're loud. Like, if you come to a healer show... Your eardrums are gonna get blown well, out for, also, for a week. Also, you're like you're playing you're playing basement and attic shows, which are awesome, but you're in a residential area and that makes it fucking, right. fucking hard. Man. Agreed. 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 Yeah, I, the lack of venues and like the time frames for shows, I think I think they could really streamline it a little better. And my my biggest problem going to like let's say a healer show. Or a Blue Ribbon Bastard show, which is, you know, never has. Unless I like see it really early and I have time to ask off, usually I end up just working whatever day you have a show. Because well, we're playing Fridays and Saturdays, those and are money making, and that's money making days for you. Rest, right? Yeah, restaurant. I work at a restaurant, and and I just there, unless I get really lucky, I work that day and then didn't have the night. I could maybe get to it, but it, it's just so unlucky that I never happen to have it off. You like the other night at. Dinosaur Barbecue, 
even Luce was going to go if he had someone to like meet up with. Jason Luce was going to meet us up Lu- there. Luce and Nikki have been to several of our shows. Luce. I've seen Luce. you guys. You did? You saw us at Gypsy, thank you. Gypsy Parlor and I think a, a Mohawk show. It's possible. I'd love to go to Gypsy Parlor to see you guys. Uh... Which which semi-famous country rock band is coming to Town Ballroom soon? Thank you, Jack Daniels, old number seven. Tennessee whiskey got my drinking in heaven. Sing it. Don't know it. No, I'm talking about. You're, you're talking really about the beer. fucking Devil Makes Three. Yeah, 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 that. Yeah, they're, they're cool. They're playing soon. They're more of that like alt country. Exactly. I would, I would check that out. Oh, I know that song at least, and I that, really yeah. like it. I don't know how. What yeah, the, no, they're they're cool. They're, they're kind of weird new alt country. Do you, do you go to that? Would you go to that? I would if you're going. If I have friends that are going. Let's sure. make it a thing. Playing at the Town Ballroom Tuesday, January sixteenth. Tuesday's a perfect day. Come there to see Scott Bub 16 and Motley Drew. Hell yeah. Next door when I grew up fast, I guess I grew up mean. There's a thousand things inside my head I wish I ain't seen. And now I just wander through a real bad dream. Or feeling like I'm coming apart at the seams. But thank you, Jack Daniels. Oh, number seven. Tennessee whiskey got me drinking in heaven. And angels start to look good to me. They're gonna have to. Pour me to the fiery deep Thank you, Jack Daniels Oh, number seven Tennessee whiskey got me drinking in heaven And I, I know I can't stay here too long Cause I can't go a week without doing wrong Oh, without doing wrong Wanderlust IPA. Wanderlust. Wanderlust. With an A? Like every girl in Buffalo, they're all Wanderlust. Jesus Christ. They're all gypsies. Hey, can we talk about about witches and why witching being a witch is a thing now? It is? Yeah, everyone's a witch. Wicca? Everyone's got tarot cards. I did a Wicca Instagram post recently. What was that? Uh, Oh, yeah. That was funny. The Thursday Night Terrors. Didn't a couple people like it? I think so. It was like two tree legs. Wicka 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 slim shady and it was like we were seeing the craft. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Got him. Drew. <laughs> Got uh, him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Drew, I see your check in of Wanderlust IPA on untapped right now, but uh I don't see a rating for it. Yeah, what the fuck did I so, just do? Uh what 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 is your what's your, call it out. What do you what do you where are you at? I'm giving that? this out three and three quarters. Really? Okay. I gave it a four point two five. And I'm very proud of your 4.5 on the uh, All Citra Everything, apparently they call it, but it's a like imperial. It's a double. Double IPA oat oat cream, uh, other half brewing. V good. V good, indeed. <laughs> it's fucking it's Steve. unreal. Steve over here just it's giggling. It's unreal. <laughs> Dude, if you were a little older, you would have been in all our porn. You gotta understand. You would have been our we porn. We were like in like. Twelfth and eleventh grade—that's all we had was like the tapes being yeah. kind of our old man. Dude, oh, this grief, is, man. I this, mean, I was still jerking off, but different, I, different, dude, different yeah. shit. It I must found. Be. <laughs> the, I was able to like hook you guys all up. The re, my porn source was. Is that yeah, where the I drawer used, came from? And the I, yeah, I used the one to, on yep, top. Yep. And <laughs> I used to base. I used to go babysit. Your haircut, and then... I used to babysit and go fucking <laughs> raid their drawers. Like I'm sure they knew who got. Like who took them? <laughs> you know, like, they never brought it up. It's like there's been one other person in the house. <laughs> uh, this portion of your show is brought to you by. <laughs> <laughs> My copy of Desert Moon is missing. <laughs> Grab the one on top. It's called Desert Moon. <laughs> Dude, Desert Moon was the best. <laughs> that's nope, a that's nope, a round. Three, <laughs> three wishes, eh? <laughs> that gets said all the time. So you are real, but legend warns of the genie made monstrous and evil by the darkness of sorcery. But you, you are far too beautiful to be a genie. Flattery. Though greatly appreciated, Master, will get you no more wishes than three. Three wishes, eh? This is how good Desert Moon was. 
we would as a group watch the porno, but fast forward through the porn. <laughs> the the plot is so great in this porn. <laughs> what I like is there's no continuity in this podcast. No one has any idea how we got here. Especially nope. the way I'm going to edit this. Because obviously I'm not going to put in... This is great. You have to put that on. This is un... I can't believe Imagine it. Imagine if that was on there. <laughs> Holy shit. My wife is just asking me how it's going. My wife! <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Let's talk about sport coats for a minute. Steve Duckworth is here. He's wearing a beautiful cream colored linen sweater and a it's blue cotton. sport coat. Linen is cotton, you motherfucker. And then. Uh, <clears throat> I just want to know, you got a sport coat on? What sports do you play? Ho, what ho sports wears sports play? coats sometimes. I do. I have a pretty... I have a, some, ho? Yeah. I have okay. A, I have a few. I'm in the game. So okay. tell me about your sport Bring game. it on, man. Well, no, I just want to know, Steve, what sports do you play? I, I, polo? I, I play some polo. You know, I, I play some beer. Uh, <laughs> I, I, play, I play little, some drums. I play a little bit of that. I find uh, it good. You can do anything sports. in those things. I, you know, you name you, it. I you can do it. Feel, you feel like you can do anything in those uh, things. Yeah. That's I, why I, I love it. I want to get into the sport club game, but I am not athletic at all. I, you don't all have right. to be. Just get uh, into you it. You keep making the. the, the Fake it until you make it. You, you keep making the sport slash athletic joke. Why are they called sport coats? Does anyone know? Because you weren't driving like a fancy well, car. Sports cars? If know? they called it a blazer, I'd know why I'd wear one. Oh. Do you know the difference? the same fucking... There is a difference. Is you there know a difference? It? Don't quote me on it. Google, let's, let's, Google let's, it. You might know it. What's the difference between a blazer and a sport coat? There yeah. is a difference. Oh. Tell us. There is a difference. I don't know what Tell it is. Tell us layman. I know there is one, but I don't know. Oh, neither of you... I don't know. You both know the difference. What the fuck's the I wondered. There is a difference. Because I thought that what I was buying was mostly blazers, but they're actually sport coats. Mm-hmm. Blazon. They're different. Blazon. Blazon. I, I the saison. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Okay. Well, That's what I mean, I'm doing keep, right now. We keep interrupting you. Do you have a zinger? Do you have a no, zinger? No, no, I, I, it's gone. I'll look, uh, I'm going to look it the up. The zinger left. Damn it, Drew. <laughs> Where'd my phone go? That's one thing about podcasts, especially when everyone's like super into it. There's a lot of interrupting yeah, and sure. talking over. It's fine. Ho's got it. Let's all read it out loud. Read that, it out loud, that, That's Steve. just the blurb that comes up. It's a blurb. Blazers, however, so it's a blazer. Just read that big chunk of uh, literature. Blazers, however, are dressier than sport coats, but not as formal as suit jackets. Remember, a casual jacket that isn't navy blue and doesn't have buttons could be a sport coat or a blazer. If it's blue with buttons, it's a blazer. Non-negotiable. Says that it's made of nice fabric. It sounds like pants. Sounds like you both are. Jerks. It's a suit jacket. <clears throat> you guys are both assholes. So, so, bl- so blazers and suit jacket is technically just probably not the same color scheme as the pants. Exactly. My and friend. the sport coat is more like kind of gives you like a little bit you, more creative. You, you, you can wear that with right. jeans. Right. So, so like yeah, exactly. Like a sport coat is so, supposed to be just like a straight up like. This is my this is my statement. This is my thing. If you, if you wore a blazer with jeans, you would be a dick. Right. But, but coat, if you wore a sport coat with jeans, it, it, you're you're dope. Right. <laughs> you just have to know what you're wearing. Yes. Which they all look the fucking same to me sometimes. Okay. <laughs> we're 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 up to speed here. Fashion up to speed. Fashion definitions with not too much podcast. Yes. Welcome. first. And not too much shumway, by I, the way. I didn't realize this was educational, but it is. Shumway. Shumway! So let's talk about some of the songs Shumway did. Um, some of the bangers. We had many. We had about six. You had it, many it, bangers. Yeah. Um, one, of, one of my favorite songs that we did was uh, a little ditty. Uh, came from the solos called Watching Porno. It was about, uh, you know, our parents leaving the home. Because this is written from the mindset of a teen. Yeah, yeah. Or a teen that, like, uh, a teen before the internet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so let me tell right. you, podca- before podcasts. Good point. Good before point. Before the internet. Remember when, like, internet was just on a modem and it was like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that maybe. And then someone picked up the phone. That maybe existed when we're talking about, and you couldn't really. Okay, so you could maybe get a Jenny McCarthy pic. When I when I was seventeen, porno it was like it was like still pictures. 
at best. At best. At if, best. We're, if we're talking about internet, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we had to use our imagination a lot. So uh, we uh, we shared videos because you know what? It was a it was a game of survival. Every day was like survival. VHS. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, have I mean, I know, I know, a, a good twenty five percent of our listeners probably don't even know what VHS is, but let's let's keep going. It, it was a tape. <laughs> One of those four listeners has no idea what VHS is. <laughs> oh man, no one got my every day is like survival line either. All right. Yep. Okay, so keep going. So, so back in the day, we would just Sorry. pool our resources, if you will, and we would share and, and swap. Uh, as my dad would call them, stag movies. Uh, they would be pornography, uh, whether they were taped off of you know Cinemax or HBO, or some people would actually like go into the big city from Dunkerico and get the actual, uh, you know, the videos with the box and you know the clamshell. Yeah, the clamshell or the <laughs> or the slider type scenario, and uh, you know it was just kind of hearkening back to a more. Uh, uh, a time where things were a little more innocent and uh, really um, it's just it was just about trying to get through the day as a, as an angsty teen uh, with the only way we knew how to which was uh, by ejaculating Okay. When you had the house to yourself is when you got to watch. So now that you have twenty five percent of the lyrics in hand, we we should also include that the the first recording of this uh, this song called "Watching Porno" by Shumway was also recorded in my bedroom with with uh, w- when I was very young, even younger teenager, probably around the age of fifteen. Uh, we, oh, we Swamp this. Ass Studios. Yeah, Swamp Ass. Probably the yeah. best name for a studio. It was later in my bedroom yeah. as well. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and a funny twist. Uh, a funny twist. His, his parents rented out that part of the house. Uh, later roughly in his life. 15 years later or something to that degree. I, I put my sport coats in that closet. <laughs> and I just want you to know that the turkey slappingest snare drum in history was recorded at Swamp Ass That was on your recording? Yes. I thought it was the, uh... The Crotcho... Don't you think it's Chime fucking era? I love it. So, yeah, watching porno, and then, like, what, later, like, the end of the song, Drew would name off our favorite porn stars. Yeah, and at Including the time, Gidget the Midget. Yeah, this was... Remember, <laughs> this was recorded in 1996-ish era. Well, it was later. It was 2000. Remember, yeah, it was, God, was it that late? Yeah, it was the year 2000. I wrote that song in my 20s. <laughs> one was pretty scandalous. The, 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 the Lord's one? Pretty scandalous. That was pretty scandalous. Mike right. Horner. Gidget the Midget. Gidget the Midget. Play the damn song. <laughs> what about our other bangers? Ted Danson. I'm alright. I know Ted Danson's an actor. But I don't... Well, okay. Hypocrite was always a, a fave. You. I never wanted to play that one, Hypocrite. Really? Why? Yeah. It seems like it'd be right up your alley.
he's sick of what, playing those songs. I don't like. He I don't wants. Like, he wants a little more change. nuanced. Stuff. Yeah, he wants. Yeah, a, I don't <laughs> like that shit, man. I just want to play the good shit, like watching porn. All right, Ted Danson is a song we named Ted Danson, but it's about just dancing. Yeah, but we're hilarious, and you get the double entendre. Yeah, dancing. <laughs> We all have in common that we can talk about. We just talked about the music scene. We didn't talk about porn at all. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like. I mean, no one watches porn. No, yeah. Like, I mean, we, we wrote a song again. I got stick at home. You know that was old times. I mean, that's like... talking about watching porno. Remember when we were talking about Shumway songs? Mm. We could just like lead back into that. We could. We How could about go back the mode? Yeah, I wanted the to mode. talk about that. The mode. So, the mode. so, so Scott, <laughs> we had a song called The Mode, and it was really about a... Ho, Ho wrote that kind of... Ho? An you in, wrote The Mode? I didn't, indir- I didn't write The Mode. Indirectly wrote The Mode. Ho! The, the Mode, what The Mode is. Speak, speak, speak. So, I did not know this. So, hold on, hold on. Let Drew lean into this. All right, Drew, lean in. So, as far as I knew, at the time of The Mode, which was, you know, around circa 2000, 1999, 2000... You know, it was a really divisive time. You know, when Y2K was happening, we were really worried about possibly the machines taking over the government. Those ones and zeros. And Scott wrote this song about a harken back to a time of innocent love where he would just stare at a girl until she did something. Like, just hoped, hope it would work. He would just seriously just stand there and look at them until they're like, what, what? I was giving her the mode. The mode. And now, why was it called the mode? Do you have like a? Well, we gotta ask Ho. Ho, bring it out. Did, that's the basic idea. I mean, you kind of summed it up a little bit. You're 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 at a place where there's some. No, ladies. no, no. We we're, we know that. We're just wondering why it's called the mode. Oh, I mean that that name just came out of nowhere. Like that's just that that's the mode you were in. Like you're in. You giving know, her the mode. You're at eye, eyeballing a girl up mode. So the first time I recognized Scott Bub 16 doing the Did mode. Did I actually ever do it? Uh, I was <laughs> this girl that worked at the Galleria Mall at the Arby's. Oh, yeah, the Arby's girl. Uh, Scott affectionately called her the dope Arby's chick. Yeah, she was fucking hot. And he stared at her for what felt like forever. And <laughs> I don't know. Did you ever get her name or number or anything? Or did you just look at her a lot? I asked her. For a number one time, and she said no. Did you get like a beef and cheddar? I, well, I bought food. Okay. Woo! Actually, I think that day I just got a soda for for the purpose this of asking like- her.
up with the kinky dance, okay? If you wanna scream like this! Yeah, Drew, I hope she's right. All right, I think you're right. <laughs> I forgot. Anyway, such a good song. Such a good Dude, song. for the other show, for the remake show, whatever you want to call it, instead of khaki pants, I said yoga pants. I yeah. changed. I changed. Well, it was it. at at the uh, at, at the, the Viking at Olympics. The Olympics. Oh, shit. It, it, in back when the song was written, it was the khaki pants were like the butt pants back the, then. Yeah. But then when we played it like 15 years later, yoga it was like pants yoga the khakis pants. of 2014. So sure. I, I love how the how the lyrics changed and. Uh, but with the yoga pants so tight, makes me want to scream like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, classic! It, it's still a relevant song. It really. I is. gotta say though, like out of everything I've done in my life musically, that was like the most original shit I did, and it. It was really like it's still it's still good. I mean, it's We're, not quality wise. The time maybe not so much, but I mean, like, I would I would listen to Shumway. The still. material was was worth. It really it. isn't that bad. If I was like the on material. Spotify and some Shumway showed up, I would thumbs up it. You know what I mean? like, <laughs> I've worked way worse. So Steve Duckworth uh, was a professional musician under the uh, guise of a, of a eccentric named Ephraim oh, who recorded. God. I show you this one. His uh, his uh, as a musical um, instrument. A uh, musical diaphragm. He could suck in can, air into his can asshole. Can you still do that? You try the other half. I I might be able to. I haven't tried in several years. Could you try for the listeners right now? I I probably couldn't. Like I I, I, I like you I, couldn't effort something out right now. I, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that. Because uh, it would, like, sh- actually shit on I might, I might. There's there's a lot of variables here. Wait, we will clean up anything that happens. Not, please, uh, wait, wait, wait. Steve, Steve, Scott and Drew will clean up anything no, that happens. Steve, no. if you could just please just tell us your process it's, it's, as uh, from the musician. So, so I mean, I'll, I, I will, I'll, I'll gladly explain the process. What are your hits? So, Let's uh... See. Um, I had a couple hits with uh, with Good Riddance songs in the background. Also, a couple Catch Twenty Two songs in the background. Yeah, your Keysby Nights series <laughs> yeah. is delicious. I'm more of a Keysby Nights kind of guy, but uh, like all of us, but you know, it really like has, any human American, it has to do with relaxing the muscles and uh, letting them do the work. Ooh. Like mm-hmm. I, I've heard of don't go, don't go crazy. I, I, I want well. I've heard of women that can suck in air in their pussies and fart them out. That's a, that's a very similar thing. So you fart into a mic and you recorded it. It's not. Don't, I've done don't, that. Don't sound so drill, Scott. He was a musician. He I've never artist. heard it. It's I've, art. I've known about this this whole time. I've it's, never heard it. He did it's it at art. a Shumway show. He did that. Well, I. Okay, but well, I don't understand. I think the Tsunami Bomb show, you I actually. Also, Efren. Tsunami Bum? Tsunami Bum? Sound like you said Bum. Tsunami Bum. I may have said that. I don't want to brag, but one time I was on Offbeat Cinema. Have you ever watched that show? Peter Vulo was on Offbeat Cinema. You know who else was? Drew. Drew Prisibishine. Prisbitchin. What? Offbeat Simmons? Simmons? I was Offbeat Simmons. Yeah. Do, do you see, did you see Great Cinnamonus? <laughs> I literally said that though. It was a mistake. That's how it came out. It came out wrong. I see Great Cinnamonus. Sudabud. Did you bring American Movie up when you're on Offbeat Cinema? No, I was too busy drinking alcohol. Offbeat <laughs> I see Great Cinnamonus. Cinnamonus. Cinema. Cinnamon. Dude. <laughs> Dude, I see great cinema. Yeah. Oh. That's good. There's something good anyhow. But I don't know what it is. Yeah. All right. So offbeat cinema. Tell me about it. Okay, so, uh, Scrap Up 16, uh, Blue Ribbon Bastards, at Blue Ribbon Bastards on Instagram, or Blue Ribbon Bastards on Facebook, we, uh, took part in a sketch with, uh, the clothing store, Cats Like Us. You can check them out in Tonawanda, in the, in, right downtown, or at catslikeus.com, 
for all your vintage clothing needs. Uh, we did a uh, little sketch with them where they came in and did a bunch of cool rockabilly shit. They looked at clothes. They danced around. I played music. I drank beer. It was a good time. Check it out on uh, W... What's the... Uh... So you were like the, the background of it? Yeah, yeah. They talked and did shit, and we were in the background playing music. If, uh, Steve, if you're looking for Lady Right, yeah. go see my friends at Cats Like Us, or go to catslikeus.com. And then go to the goddamn gypsy parlor and drink a beer. I mean, oh, it's, yeah, they're man. not close, but... Well, you know. Yeah, but you know what? You go, you go Ta- back there, though. Tondawanda is way closer than North Tondawanda, though. It is. Mm-hmm. Tondawanda way closer. Tondawanda is a canal away from North You're Tondawanda. Like, yeah, dude, Tondawanda. <laughs> You're like, it's like an extra D in everyone's Tondawanda. I, I did that because I, mean, I heard it was really drunk. Tondawanda. Tondawanda. Who's in North Tonawanda and like, no. No! That's not where it is! No, we're way north of there! And they don't film... Off beats of the blue. <laughs> there. <laughs> Steve said snifter one time at a restaurant. And he fucking lost it. <laughs> well, he was at a restaurant with his wife, and didn't realize a snifter was like a, just a I, style I, of glass. I, I, I thought snifter was like just a word that ho made up. <laughs> and then we went to a restaurant, and they said order a snifter. This, and I absolutely lost my shit. And the waitress was so fucking annoyed. Yeah. Yeah, a snifter is not a measurement, and, it's a style. And, and, and Emily, like, was trying to mediate the, like... She's like, he's just, he just <laughs> thinks it's funny. Remember? Yeah, and, and she was saying that while I was laughing so hard I couldn't talk. Do you remember the hotter upper from la- the yeah. last time? Holy there? shit. And then Ho, and then Ho, we're at the gypsy parlor the other night, and Ho tells the bartender that he wants a hotter upper on his water, and I'm losing my shit. And, and the bartender, or the guy's like, what? what? And, no and, idea. And Emily's like, just get him, just get Emily's the voice of reason in this situation. She's a translator. <laughs> yeah, Snifter. that was good. That was really good. Snifter and hotter up. And that guy was cool too, and he had no idea. Yeah, yeah he was really cool. Even pointing to the water. Can I have a rubber on this? He's the guy in like a Hawaiian shirt. He's like a bro. It was hilarious. Let's bang out really quick. What are all the of the songs? There's Washington Porto. There's the mode. The mode. We talked about those two. Mm-hmm. Ted Danson. Ted Danson we did talk about. Hypocrite. Hypocrite, Hypocrite we mentioned. Pick It Up Change. Mm-hmm. Pick It Up Change was the original. That was Drew's masterpiece in my opinion. No, no, no. That was a perfect <laughs> punk ska song. <laughs> we can talk about, about Pick It Up Change. Nice. That one. Pick It Up Change was, I think, a very structured, kind of perfect. It had a little ska breakdown that I got to play. I was like... Uh, Let's talk about Drew uh, when he was a sophomore or junior in high school. Still at uh, the telephone. Is that, is that when that, is that when that was? Yeah. Well, so when he wrote, when wrote the, the, when wrote, the, 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 the song is inspired by my my sophomore. Right. Year, it was like winter ball era, Dunkirk High School winter, era. Winter Drew. ball, nice. Well, because it harkens back to a time when I had a crush on a girl. Uh, her name is uh, Beth. <laughs> <laughs> Who's married now to a hipster? Yeah, he's got a great mustache. Um, An annoying mustache. Uh, so I, I, I had a crush <laughs> on this girl. And She's very cool. I wanted cool. so bad to like to date this person that I uh, I went and I told her I had my my intentions. I said I would love to take you to the ball. I'm not expecting you know like an HJ or anything. I never said that because I was fucking sixteen, but I did expect it. Uh, <laughs> hoping. I was hoping. I was, I was you didn't expect it. it. You hoped for I, that's, it. That's a good point. So I, you know, so I, I, I asked her, and she said yes. And then it was just a story about the time where uh, I thought anything was possible in life, and the sky was the limit. And that's what I mean. It's a perfect fucking song, and it's about an inspiring time in Drew. 
Bloods. Li- literally Drew Bloods wrote, Life. wrote that song years before it happened. Oh yeah, I wrote that. I wrote those songs. That those. Well, lyrics. no, no, the song was written the, at the, the time, but it was about back then. I wrote the song when I was like nineteen, but it was about when I was like in high school. <laughs> up change it's about picking up change would it's you like to pick up change with me yeah it's about fucking dancing and being and having fun and maybe getting a hand job <laughs> <laughs> but like oh if you're ready I'm not gonna maybe if you're okay with it i'm not gonna Such force you you know what you know what i was having a good time irregardless irregardless that, that i thought you know what we're gonna do this if you want to come pick up change with me, that'd be great. If later I can ejaculate, you know what? You know, what? let's just see where the night takes us. That would have been the third verse. If if Drew wrote it, it would about it would have been about getting a hand job and ejaculating. Just a hand but job. But no, I'm we just gonna... we left it at two verses. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was my masterpiece. I I I, I think it's our best song. Good tune. Would listen to it again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's finish talking about picking up change. I think it's Drew, Drew Drew's masterpiece. Do we have like instead of Shumway, Do we have anything else we want to like just close with? Kane, Kane, the wrestler. Oh, the song. I I well, I'm instead of Shumway is what I meant. I wasn't really listening to that. Oh. <laughs> it's Cracho. Oh, that's the Every, one time I played a song live at uh, at BJ's because we, we were getting we were getting kicked. Well, we were getting kicked off at BJ's, but we played Kane for like twelve minutes because making the shit to the club don't care. Oh, great fuck! So we could just, right just keep repeating it, you know? Like that was I doom, doom, we did that. Doom, 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 doom. at the Continental. Well, we played the, played at the Continental. Yeah, they were bringing down the thing at that one too. Even. Yeah, remember that. And fucking shout out to fucking little dance leads for that song. Jesus hey, Christ. by the way, Jungquist. Only, only gig we ever got paid at was the Continental. We got fifty bucks and we just went to Denny's and ate food on the way home That's with it. Be. What are we gonna split fifty dollars between the three of us? Yeah, man, stupid. I mean, yeah. Also, that was where uh, We're some up. some <laughs> some <laughs> guy. That's exactly. That's exactly what I was. I knew it. <laughs> Some guy was like, let's pack it up, let's go. We're packing up. Drew says all like hard, and he's like, what'd you say? We're packing up. <laughs> <laughs> which which sounds funny, but any of us would have had that yeah. reaction. <laughs> it's not because yeah, it's you're a pussy. You didn't, this say, guy, you didn't say it tougher. This no one g- says it tougher. This, this guy time. was fucking hardcore. <laughs> packing up, motherfucker, boy. <laughs> We're packing up. <laughs> We're packing up. What'd you say? We're packing up. <laughs> that's a fucking classic. That's a classic. We're packing up. That maybe that's how we should close the episode. That, that we're could, packing up. That could be used every day. <laughs> were, were you, you have no idea. Every day. Goddamn. 
We're packing up. We're packing up. <laughs> this session of the Not So Much Podcast is brought to you by the Continental. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in some way you can't. Yeah. What was the rap song? Was that was that Kane? Yeah, Kane was the. What is it? Pe- Making like the shit to the club don't care. Old gray fuck coming out with gray hair. And you were you were drumming. Fifty bucks down it. for the shit we need. <laughs> yeah, you were. And like- I. And I just stayed on bass because I didn't know how to do anything else. That's just terrible. I copied copied the bass line from a fucking Kid Dynamite song. Let's talk a little bit real quick about the house we lived at on uh, in Furrow and together. We used to play uh, a game. It was much like Horse. Oh, awesome. Uh, but it was hockey-based, and it was called Elf. This came up when we talked to Cracho. It was the, one of the best things we ever did. You mean like for the podcast or in life? For the, no, well, I, in life. No, the game itself. The game itself was the best thing we ever did. Basically, it was basically it was it was like a game of horse where you, it was a skill based game, but instead of shooting hoops, you were playing hockey. It was inside. A, yeah, you would best you, game ever. You would aim at the at the post, for instance. Like you'd have to shoot if you called it. You'd have to shoot and hit the left post, and if you if you hit the left post, the next guy had to do it, or else they'd get. An A, and then it would we it it's was called Elf. You're fucking elf. Dumb. Do you like remember the, any of the names of the shots? Yes. Yeah, so there was the Drew, which was uh, off the wall. You'd you'd catch you'd, it off you'd, the wall. Yeah, you'd backhand it off the wall. And and it would bounce shoot. off in front of you, and then you'd hit it out of yeah. the air. And then there was the Drew no puss, which was very really similar, <laughs> except for it wouldn't be able to touch the ground. Yeah, yeah. Boom. You'd, you'd, then, you'd have to hit it out of midair into the net, but it would have to hit the netting. Instead then, of, like, the ground. And, and there was Kratzel's favorite move of all times where he would shoot the ball into the net, pool cue style. And that was called the Slutty Nun. No, 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 That was the old pool boy. Slutty. <laughs> oh, pool boy. <laughs> the Slutty Nun was a cross check. Like a, like a. <laughs> like like that, was, it, was it off the wall? Like, off the wall, <laughs> you have to, <laughs> to hit it with, like, the shaft of your stick. The slutty nun. The romper room was the hardest. Oh yeah, the romper room was the best one. (laughs) You had to bounce the ball off every wall, including the ceiling, and then slam Slam it it into the into the net without hitting the ground. Yeah, with all uh, with a Juno puss on the end. With all hitting it without hitting the ground, so you're you're hitting it out of midair to keep it up in the air, but you're like directing it towards. I I remember the ceiling. Towards each wall. That might have been. Maybe it was like later. The mail bomb was so, the thing, but I don't remember what so it was. So if you, if you live in a place where you just don't care what the condition it's, it's in, fucking play this awesome game. It was, it was amazing. You had, and, and you and Cratcher developed like an entire book. We, we had a, I, I, I might have lost it in the last couple moves, within the last couple moves, but I had it for a while. And I thought in that book, the ALF scorebook, we, I thought I had all the fucking names of the sh- the shots written down because that would have been yeah. gold if I still had all the names. It was like, it was like a a softball scoring book. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where the hell we got it initially, but like it, none no, of the names were written down in there, and I thought they were. It would have been amazing because really, really remember got, like six of them. In this in this uh, house of yours, you got room. I know there was a ref. Yeah, there was a, tel- a Teletubby flag. Yeah, yeah, it was yellow, so we used it as like a flag, like in like in football. You have like to go. You have to go in the sex room. <laughs> take a break. So yeah, we we had some fun at that place. Um, we had some fun in Shumway. We might keep recording or re-recording our old songs, and I don't know. We'll see. We'll see this is happens. fun. I want to do this again. Yeah, we'll, I'd, we'll, I'd like to. We'll get this going again, maybe with Dave. Have it more structured, maybe. So thanks, Drew and Steve, for coming down here. We Ho. did it. Yeah, man. Well, uh, well, this will probably be an, uh, a special episode. Special indeed. I got to piss. Yeah, I got to piss, too. Like a lot. Thanks for listening. Take her easy. Take her sleazy. Goodbye. We are sick to the club, don't care. Old man fuck coming out with right here. Fifty foot down for the shit we need. Show me the down to
Remember when you did that so much that James Hetfield actually replied? Yeah, that was a good day. Yeah, it was really good. I trolled James Hetfield to the point where he actually responded and said, I was waiting for you to troll me. And I framed framed it. He was like, are we here? I'm like, whatever, Papa Het 79. (laughs)